The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Dandak, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV, Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 228 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9, in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ, channel 14, or Salt Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20, Grand Junction, Colorado and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like the more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel Kingdom of God for the whole world, the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. Our landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by late Charles and Ada B. Lockwam on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Monsignor, in 1959, who continued the God's work to its fullness. Move and pray that this chalice will draw you close to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins. That is, those of you in hospitals and convalescent homes, and should you need prayer or someone to pray for you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at conclusion of telecast. Our church choir, in the direction of Imi Dahan, will begin our telecast with an inspiring edition entitled, I Have Felt the Touch of God. You, as you daily serve the Lord Jesus Christ with gladness and with your whole heart, mind, and soul, you become a living example to others. 
to see Jesus in you. Your actions of good works with sincerity and all that you do will always speak louder than words. Your love for Jesus and others will cause your prayers to be most effective for all. Sing along with our choir, using the words on the television screen. Edith Masukin will accompany the choir on the piano, and our snack will be on the organ.
And now the church band will play it as well. Walking daily with our Lord Jesus Christ, all feasting upon his words and drinking of his living spirit, being filled and real filled with the Holy Spirit will cause one's soul to be well and rejoice.
coming up next will be Emilia Hahn to grace us with this, this morning with a song entitled The Regions Beyond. It is a song of love and wanting to reach out to others and share the sweet message of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, wonderful message of salvation. Emilia will be accompanied by Associate Pastor Edwin Sports Sr. and Macy Lasana Sr. at the guitars, Associate Pastor Marvin Levine on the bass, Iris Luck on the drums, and Billy Hunt Jr. on the piano. For their final number, the church choir will sing a most inspiring edition of reaching out to others and sharing God's wonderful gospel of salvation, the pathway to God's kingdom. Don't hesitate to share the keys to heaven 
and to touch a life.
And I recall I want to tell the banjo instrumentalist Buhak O'Connor to play a melodious and heartwarming rendition of one of the all-time favorites, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Coming up next will be the vocal group, the Daughters of Judah, with a sweet and moving rendition of the song, Let Some Drops Fall on Me. Whether it be physical or spiritual needs, Jesus is able to fulfill them all. It is an honor indeed to dedicate this lovely number to our sister in Christ, Mrs. Dorothy Idioka of Maui. We pray that good Lord continue to pour forth his heavenly blessings upon you, granting you peace, love, and joy in this life and that to come. God bless you, sister.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sproat Sr., and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 in Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamakui Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Casanera Sr. in Kaunakakaya, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waisano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Belogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however. If you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Jose Jandok, who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Jose? Thank you, Edwin. God's Word, the Bible, describes the familiar parable of five wise and five foolish virgins who each took the lamps and started to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, the bridegroom. The lesson we must learn here is always to fully be prepared to meet Jesus Christ so our lamp lights will run, not run dry. However, those who are unprepared will miss God's invitation to become a member of the bride of Christ when Jesus returns. Hence, God's door of opportunity will be shut tight when Jesus Christ returns to call home his waiting bride and no one will be able to get in. This preface encourages every man, woman, and child to pay special attention to today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ, Our Lord, is Coming Soon. For us today, there's no time left. We must be prepared, ready, and available to meet Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. When he calls his waiting believers up saying, come up hither. Revelation 22, 20 gives us this exhortation. He which testified these things said, surely I come quickly, amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. This scriptural confirmation provides us the peace, joy, and happiness in Jesus Christ, knowing that his soon coming is at hand. 
and sooner than many think. 1 Corinthians 15, 20-23 also gives us this distinction. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man death came, by man also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. 1 Thessalonians 4, 14-17 provides all believers this hope. We believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again. Even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the angel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, that which we alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Second Thessalonians 1, 6 to 10 offers this exhortation of peace, saying it is righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus Christ be revealed from heaven with his many angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance of them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. First Peter 1, 79 also offers this exhortation of joy, that the trial of your faith be much more precious than that of gold, perish it, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Second Thessalonians 2, 7-8 offers this exaltation of happiness in Jesus Christ. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who not let it will let until he be taken of the way. And there is that shall wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with brightness of his coming. The spirit and power found in God's word, the Bible, is an ever-present to guide every man, woman, and child to receive the salvation of the souls by accepting Jesus Christ as the personal Savior, Master, and Lord today, before it is too late. Luke 24, 47 to 48 teaches us accordingly, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning in Jerusalem, and that you are witnesses of these things. Peter preached in power and administration of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, and his sermon invited everyone to accept Jesus Christ. His sermon encouraged this decision put upon every man, woman, and child in Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Today we all have that same choice to accept Jesus Christ or reject him as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. What will your personal decision be? My advice is that all must accept Jesus Christ today and choose to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit. This is the only right decision to make. 
And we will reap the salvation of our souls by coming to know who we ourselves are, and especially coming to know our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hence, Jesus Christ preached the gospel good news to all that reads, Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus is baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. This is the message Nicodemus heard directly from the mouth of Jesus Christ, and it is recorded as a mandatory commandment even to all. John 3, 5 denotes this mandatory commandment of salvation. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in the end, in the 6 to 7 verses, it reads, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. We must take heed, dear television viewers. Hence, Jesus Christ instructed Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child upon this earth that we must be born again. First, we must be born of water, which relates to being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And second, we must be born of the Spirit, which relates to being filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue or language as the only the Bible evidence that we have received the filling, infilling of God's Holy Spirit. Peter's spirit-filled sermon pronounced the name of Jesus Christ as God's key to unlock the door of salvation in Acts 2, 36 to 37, that reads, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus whom they had crucified for Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter answered the question in Acts 2, 38, saying, then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, to remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence we read that repentance and being baptized are essential elements that every man, woman, and child must accomplish when coming to Jesus Christ for the salvation of their soul. Acts 2, 41 and 47 further reads, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were uh, added unto them about 3,000 souls, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. 3,000 souls represented of his sins, prevented of the sins, and were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and answering the great altar call even by Peter. They learned that repentance is de defined as godly sorrow for sin and it relates to seeking the Lord Jesus Christ, forgiveness for our present, past sins. Acts 2.4 demonstrates the infilling of God's Holy Spirit outpoured upon Peter and the 120 believers who tarried for 10 days in the upper room in Jerusalem. It reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues that the Spirit gave them utterance. On the day of Pentecost, the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit formed God's first true church and body of Christ with Jesus Christ as God himself, and being the head of the church. Acts 4.12 confirms God's saying, power invested in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name on the heaven, even among men, whereby we must be saved. There is no remission of sins unless we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, as prophesied in Isaiah 43.11. I, even I, am the Lord, 
and beside me there is no Savior. Paul recites in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life to Jesus Christ our Lord. And nearly 750 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, this Old Testament prophecy was given in Isaiah 9.6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Priest of Peace. And down through the ages to this present time, men and women and children have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, and they have come to experience Jesus Christ exactly as the prophet Isaiah described him. He is our wonderful Lord and Counselor who pardons our transgressions. He is our Almighty God who by His blood gives us remission of sins. He is our everlasting Father who sanctifies our soul, brings us through affliction, and is with us in the hour of temptation. And He is our Prince of Peace who protects and gives us spiritual peace, joy, and happiness. God's Word, the Bible, clearly defines the deity and humanity of Jesus Christ. As a man, He was born in Bethlehem, and as God Himself, He is from everlasting to everlasting. John 1.18 presents these greater definitions. No man had seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He declared Him. In 1 Timothy 3.16, Paul indicates and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed in the world, received up into glory. Let us now examine the life of Jesus Christ and experience as he walked upon this earth. Here we find Jesus Christ sitting alone on an ancient, ancient well with the day being hot and humid and he being wearied from his journey. A poor woman of Samaria approached the well to draw water without realizing that sitting before her was Jesus Christ, the Almighty God. She also did not realize that Jesus Christ could give her living water, bless her degraded life, and give her the salvation of a soul, which would result in eternal life in heaven above. John 4, 14 to 15, and 25 to 26 reads, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come neither to draw. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah has cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I did speak unto thee, am he. John 4, 28 to 29 also relates, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the man, Come, see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? This Samaritan woman correctly identified Jesus Christ and believed after speaking with him and listening to his powerful words of life. Acts 10.35 speaks to you and me concerning the salvation of our souls. When we accept Jesus Christ, but he heard nation that he that feared him and work in righteousness is accepted with him. Martha and Mary, very close friends of Jesus Christ, were concerned because Lazarus, their brother, had died nearly four days before. John 11, 21 to 25, 27 and 35, and verses 43 to 44 reads, 
Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which will come unto the world. Jesus wept. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave cloths, and his face bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead, confirming to all that mankind has no power over death. He in the grave. John 11:26 therefore declares, And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this? We live today in the closing days of lifetime with coming of our Lord Jesus Christ being eminent and about to heaven very, very soon. This is explained in Philippians 4, 5-7. Let your abomination be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made unto Lord God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. James 5, 7-9 further relates, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waited for the precious fruit of the earth and had long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not against one another, brethren, yes, be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the soon coming judge addressed in 1 Peter 4, 5-7. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to the man in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is the hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Revelation 10, 5 to 7 denotes the finality of time. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the scenes and the things which are therein, and that should be a type no longer, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he had declared to his servants the prophet. Revelation 22, 10 to 14, then concludes, and he said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecies of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is just, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be a filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according to his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, and they that may have right to the tree of life, and may enter into the gates of the city. Jesus Christ's life plan offers every man, woman, and child 
this final opportunity to receive eternal life when we accept Jesus Christ by being baptized, immersing in water in the name of Jesus Christ, being filled with God's Holy Spirit and living a life above sin. Hence, dear television viewers and souls everywhere, the sign upon the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii, in the Philippine Islands, is a present-day warning that reads, Jesus coming soon. Hence, Jesus Christ will return in clouds of glory to call his wedding bride up, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about our gospel of God's word and the church and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please read our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is Jehovah, Associate Pastor of Hedera Dandak, experiencing serious appreciation of each of you who have allowed us to come into your home. May the good Lord bless and keep all of you in the hall of his hands. Bring another hour of sweet fellowship to a close. will be our church band to play an uplifting rendition of glory to his name.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.